We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, welcome. I'm not Gianni, but I will say welcome. I'm happy everybody's here for the second episode of Mixed Bag this season. If you're watching live on Twitch, we got to keep the lights on. As Eternal said, this beautiful backlighting you looking at got to stay on. Hit us with all the subs you can. Hit us with a hello in the chat. You can laugh at Jack's headband if you want. And if you're watching this on YouTube, smash the like button, the subscribe button. You can still laugh at Jack's headband if you want, because it's all appreciated. So <laughs> let me go around to my <laughs> to my lovely guests. But before I hit them, you know, I always got to hit Brian, the mysterious guy in the back. My producer, Brian, say what's up to the people. And joining me tonight, I got Eternal. Eternal, tell, them, tell the people where to find you. Introduce yourself. Go ahead. <laughs> So I'm Eternal. I uh, go by Eternal Bass on Twitter. I work with Five Reasons Sports. Uh, just started working with them uh, earlier this year. I got a chance to be a part of the amazing playoff run by the Improbable Heat. And I actually got to cover my first NBA game um, yesterday. So always enjoyed um, being a part of this process. And I get to be on here with my homegirl, too. All right. All right. All right. I mean, you know, you got to do a little something something and now let me get to my guy my guy (laughs) (laughs) my guy jack alfonso who is the prime antagonist of heat twitter because you are (laughs) that's just not true there's too many it's too many (laughs) there's too many i don't rank on on that list there's some there's some stiff competition there (laughs) Look, I just wanted to rep Jack, Tyler Hero with the headband. That's my guy. Um, I've been up to nothing. It's nobody's business. Um, <laughs> leave me alone. You can't find me. All right. And, and, um, and with I've been that watching being some said, heat basketball. Okay. All right. So so then let's just jump right on into it. Uh, first topic. We we got to talk about it. Tyler, the creator. We, we, we got to talk about it. Now... <sighs> This is kind of twofold after what happened last night, but mm-hmm. let's talk about how you've seen Tyler's game evolve so far this season, and what do you think they're going to miss in his absence? Um, Eternal, I'm going to come to you first with this. Oh, you would come to me first on the Tyler question. Um, you company. <laughs> I, think, I think Tyler, in, in a lot of ways, has 
improved his decision making when it comes to um, putting himself in better scoring opportunities, uh, as well as being better with um, playmaking for others. Uh, one of the brightest things I would say is him playing the passing lane. Somebody made a great comparison. I think it was John Jablonka. Um, Tyler was never going to be like a really, really great on-ball defender. But if he can play in the passing lane some, somewhat like a Steph did um, during his MVP season um, in the years prior uh, and, and now, then that would be a big boost for Tyler, you know, being being great on help defense. And so those are some things that we've seen uh, this year. He's averaging the career high in steals um, and deflection. So, um, you know, got to give props where it's due. And, and there are going to be some parts where Miami is going to miss him. Um, and then there are going to be some other very interesting parts. I'll save that for later. Okay. All right. What do you think, Jack? Yeah, I mean, I I completely agree. I think the defense has come a long way. I've never been, like, the biggest hero fan um, for a lot of the reasons that I think anybody could guess. Um, but he's really impressed me this year, definitely on the defensive side. I think offensively, the thing I've always been skeptical about with him is his ability to get buckets in different ways. Um, he's never really going to be like the point guard type that maybe this team needs right now. But I think like working hard to kind of get some dribble prep penetration, I think his handles a little tighter. Like he's got a little bit more of a bag so he can kind of navigate the court more easily um, I think he's moving better off ball. Um, and just overall, I think the game slowed down for him a little bit. Whereas last year, I think we saw a lot of growing pains with him entering the starting lineup. This year, I think he's like significantly more comp confident, um, significantly smarter um, as a decision maker. And it's been nice to see. And then you get, you know, kind of the things he's always provided, which is you know, good rebounding at the guard position and then just, you know, elite shot making, whether those shots are good quality or not. Um, they're going to miss that a ton, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we know what this roster looks like. They don't have a lot of shot makers. You know, they can replace the defense and whatever, but like they're thin at the guard spot. Um, mm -hmm. They don't have that many guys who can just straight up bring the ball up the court. They, um, definitely don't have that many people who can break you down and like hit pull-ups or something like that. Like Duncan's moving a little better with the ball, but it's Duncan right. Robinson. I, I don't know. No disrespect. That's just not his bag. Like they've right. got a lot of good off ball shooters and they just don't have a lot of good on ball talent right now on the offensive end. And just, it's a huge loss to like lose one of your essentially like three or four guys who you trust um, to carry like the offense in that regard. Right. Right. It's interesting because you guys listed like all these great things that he's doing right now. And just like you said, Jack, they're not that deep at the guard spot. So, I mean, I, you, you said Duncan Robinson, like in my mind, that's, that's who's going to slide in for him. But if, if we're missing all these things with Tyler, if Duncan's the guy, what do you think Duncan's going to be able to do to kind of help fill that hole that's left by Tyler for at least the next maybe four weeks? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I've i really liked what I've seen from Duncan. I've always been, I guess, higher on Duncan than a lot of other folks. Um, I think he obviously had a little slump, and the bounce back has been strong. He's added a ton of little facets to his game. Like, I think, you know, just with the ball in his hands, he's better. He's, like, far from good or elite, but, like, he can do some stuff. Um, he does. He's a lot less mistake-prone on mm-hmm. both ends, I think, which is nice. Like the big thing keeping him off the floor other than just Spo being kind of a weirdo was just fouling. Like on the defensive end, he would get into foul trouble real quick. I think this year we've seen like a pretty drastic reduction in that, just like in terms of him having control of his arms, you know, like he's Mm -hmm. got some long arms and he would throw them at people on the defensive end and like get two quick fouls. Um, the cutting has been really nice. Like, he does create a lot, especially with Bam. Like, I always think that's, like, some of the best chemistry the Heat have had over the past, like, half decade is that Bam-Duncan um, two-man game. So, look, like, he'll be able to fill in and they'll get some creation out of it. And sometimes it'll look really great. But then I mm-hmm. think other times it's going to look super, super sloppy just because that can't be, like – the only thing you're going to, it's gotta be like mixed in with some other stuff. Right. And I just don't know how many other options they have there. I think the biggest thing is that uh, Duncan has kind of picked up where he left off of, you know, during the playoffs last season. Um, where he was showing a lot more as far as cutting and kind of taking guys off the dribble, whether, you know, um, you know, them attacking uh, the closeout. And that has been more this season. Um, 69% is John Jablonka said earlier on Twitter of Duncan shots are coming from three. So that's like way down versus where primarily all of his shots were coming from three. And, you know, a little bit of what we saw kind of like the last two seasons where Duncan would get, he would attack the closeout and get to the floater. Right. But now he's getting straight to the rim, um, putting pressure on the rim in his own way, whether that's with timely hard cuts. Um, like last night, Jimmy um, had, Santi Adama on him coming from the top of the wing. Uh, Santi is playing off. Jimmy went to the spin move. And as Jimmy is spinning, Duncan is coming from three-point line on the mm-hmm. cut. Jimmy is able to dump out to him. So Duncan has been really, really impressive this season uh, as far as, you know, his his IQ on the basketball court on both ends. So I'm actually excited to see um, that was the other part of, you know, with Tyler being out. The rotations have been kind of funky. Um, obviously, you know, some of that is due to guys being out or whatever, but I do think this is an opportunity, especially so early on in the season, um, to kind of see what else you have on a roster, what mm-hmm. guys can do, what can they provide in certain situations. And so for Duncan, um, especially with, with Kyle playing at a level that's not all-star, that's not like above average, he's just been solid. Kyle has been solid, and I have to give him that uh, near triple-double last night with 17, 11, and 9. Um, on really high efficient suit shooting um, that has some snag in the offense in the fourth quarter. But for the most part, Kyle has been solid. And also he's been playing second most minutes on the team right behind Tyler Hero. So we'll probably see an uptick in minutes for Duncan and Jaime. Um, and I think with Duncan, um, especially with that off with that starting unit, having Jimmy and and uh, Haywood or Hamish, <laughs> um, we already know the chemistry that, uh duncan and bam have together so it'd be interesting to see 
what kind of wrinkle and new threat he can provide on offense for the starting unit. Right. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, but it's funny you bring up John John Jablonka. Um, so John's our guy here at MHB, and so one of the new things that I'm working on here, because I, I John always got numbers, and everybody know 99.9 percent of the time I don't give a fuck about anything numbers. that has to do with any of those numbers. But <laughs> sometimes we got to look a little close at the numbers. So I. I, we we have a new segment and it's called John Jablanca Stat Mind, so we're working on it. At some point, it's going to be some cool graphics and all those things. But right now, <laughs> just throwing out the title. I really <laughs> was expecting graphics, though. Not yet, not yet. We working on it. We working on it. But as of Wednesday, the Heat have scored 192 points in the fourth in 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 the fourth quarters of all their. How many games have they played? We have played, eight? what are we, four and four? So eight. Eight games? Yes. So and they only have, 192? Yes, it, in the fourth quarter. In comparison, their opponents have scored 231 points in the fourth quarters. Now, as you put your brains back into your head. That's crazy. What do you think has led to this and how the hell can they fix it? Oh, well, I, I, I'll skip past it. To Alf in a second, but like I got a chance to talk to Spo about like how bad the offense has been last night, and he quickly like if you watch the clip of me asking the question, Spo immediately jumped in and was like, "Well, I felt like we did some good things tonight <laughs> before we lost <laughs> before we lost the ten point lead." You know, things got sloppy. I think I think because I had asked that question, and I know right. you know they know about the analytics, they know about the statistics. But I think right. he was really pissed off by them blowing the lead due mm-hmm. to like uh, untimely turnovers mm-hmm. and things of that nature. And, and one of the things that's really been plaguing them out is um, guys just running into each other. Like the offense just coming to a complete halt, and you have professional basketball players looking like they just stepped on the court with each other, and it's, it's mind-boggling. Um, I remember. Which game was it? I think it was against the, it was the Knicks, right? You have Jimmy Butler, 56 point Jimmy Butler, 45, 11, and 10 Jimmy Butler in the finals <laughs> with LeBron. Like, Mr. He should have won clutch player of the year last year, Jimmy Butler. Come down against the Knicks and just randomly shoots a three, right? Just I'm just randomly <laughs> shoots it. And it was like, but why though? Fam? And so there were so many of these plays during these these short eight games where guys were doing things that didn't make sense considering you bring it back most of the core that you had last season. So it's like, why? Yeah, man, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm seeing the same thing you are. I think like there's running into each other. I think last game um, against the Grizzlies, um, we saw like just several passes just to nobody. Just like, just straight out of bounds. It's a mess. I I don't know what the breakdown is. I think, I think, and this is just like speculation, like in the fourth quarter, it does feel like they kind of try to change tune a little bit. Like they try to isolate a tiny bit more at, so as to like reduce turnovers, which is, Mm -hmm. I guess, a solid strategy, but they're still turning the ball over. Like, it seems like. (laughs) 
it, it seems like they'd almost be better off just running their like quarters one through three offense in the fourth because it's like you're clearly not protecting the ball well when you're isoing like you're still kind of getting into like you're falling into these traps you're throwing these reckless passes and stuff it I don't really know what to chalk it up to but like I do think um we saw some good things in the Grizzlies game and I don't know how repeatable it is Mm -hmm. just because I think it relied pretty heavily on some bam heroics but I do think like if they're going to find a sustainable solution to that over the course of like 82 games, like mm-hmm. it's got to start with bam and it's got to start with bam doing what he did last night, which was forcing his way to the line. Like he was in a mm-hmm. little bit of foul trouble still like he ended the night with, I think 16 free throw attempts. Um, I don't know how many points he had in the, in the fourth quarter, I think at least like 13 or something like he was going off. And I, I think Overall this year, we've seen a different BAM in terms of like his willingness to not settle for the jumper. The jumper looks better, which is nice, but like he's also getting more free throw attempts on average. Um, And I think last night, like if he can do even like an ounce of that consistently, just forcing his way to the line, it can kind of stabilize him a little bit. Jimmy's, you know, he's old. It's the regular season. He's on his bullshit right now. Like, Respect to him. And that's I mean, you know. We, we, <laughs> man. What else do you expect, man? It's it's Listen, November. Like, <laughs> I'm, what's so funny is I won't name their names, but like the people that you are familiar with seeing when it comes to the Heat um, media, like I got a chance to talk today, right? And it's so funny, like behind the scenes, everybody was talking about like how much of an asshole Jimmy is, and I was just like, damn. <laughs> Damn, we had the same conversation. <laughs> like to see Jimmy come out last night and listen, me, Tiff, and and, and Bond talk about this all the time. Bruh came out and was willingly shooting threes. And I was like, why don't you do this all the time? Dog, like it really it puts pressure on the defense because the defense is already aware how much of a problem you are getting to the rim and it doesn't matter if you got a one two or three on you you draw so much attention and you can also kind of trust Jimmy to make the right play on with the ball in his hands and so what's what kind of bothered me last night was all right cool we get into the third quarter Bam is having a great game it's Jimmy and Bam and then you saw the offense going towards Kyle or Duncan and things of that nature and it's like okay cool we got Bam going but Jimmy is in a corner or Jimmy has a ball for like two seconds and he passes to somebody else. And it's like, okay, when is Jimmy going to get involved in the game here? Cause he's finished the game with 15 points. Spolster talked about last night. Oh, that's the you know signal of a two way player. And I'm like, that's kind of half the story. Cause he did do his job and shutting down Desmond Bain. But it was like when the offense completely went away, that's the time, you know, for Jimmy. So it's, it's kind of been something that's been happening regularly this this early season. I'm kind of puzzled on why, though. Right. I think, you know, and I feel like I said this to you, Eternal, uh, basically what Jack just said, a lot of it does have to do with BAM. BAM is not going to play big. There aren't that many big guys in the league. He's not going to be facing Jaron Jackson Jr. every night. 
there's opportunities for Bam to eat every single night and where he doesn't have to just basically bang and throw his body to get to the rim. There's going to be ways he can just get to the rim that, you know, give that have less effect on his body, less effect on the energy that he's burning because he's not going to be going into these big guys night in and night out. But I think it starts with him. I think we know he can score. It's can he do it in such a way that it bolsters the team? but while also keeping other people involved. Like, because that's key, being able to go out and get 25 and whatever, whatever, or or more, but making sure that Duncan does get his shot, making sure that, you know, if Haywood is in or if Jaime is in, like making sure that everybody feels like they're in the game because that's what you're going to need, especially since Tyler is gone. But taking that and then moving into this next topic rotations i need one word and either one of you can jump on this i need one word to describe questionable i I haven't even finished the sentence yet but that might be right (laughs) to one word to describe the bench rotation Just give me one word. Don't elaborate. Just give me one word. Go go ahead. I've already gave my <laughs> I'll, I'll just say November. November. <laughs> All right. And with that being said. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy, with Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketplace platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. It's okay if you don't know much about marketing. Constant Contact's writing assistant tools and automation features help you craft messaging and say the right things at the right time. I use this to help write and send my email newsletters, and you should too. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 
If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What would you like to see moving forward from the bench rotation? Just g- give me something solid, right? Like if, like last night, Spo did something that I really, really like. Jaime was having an incredible game defensively, but that's starting to be a normal thing now. But uh, Haywood just jumped off the bench and he was about to come in. This is before Jaime created the steal. Uh, Kyle pissed it to in between two uh, players. Jaime gets it. Incredible layup finish, right? Grizzlies call a timeout. Now, I was fully expect. I kind of was like, oh, I wonder if Spo going to keep him in after they come out of the timeout, and he did. It's very rewarding for a player playing really, really good. The things that have been questionable is kind of, you know, these other games where guys are in a flow, the mm-hmm. ball is moving, players are moving, you're getting easy buckets. And then you bring in one person that's thrown all off of the, you bring in other people. And now we're back to this stagnant offense. And it's like, oh, the other team is caught up. Now it's a one point game or they have a five point lead. So it, it, the, the, the rotations have been very, been very questionable. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's kind of the regular thing with Spo where he's like maybe overly experimental at times. And you almost want to see guys get rewarded more for good play. It was kind of funny in the post game last night, bam, kind of going like, and we got Hawkes in the fourth quarter. Spo sure as hell wouldn't play me as a rookie in the fourth quarter. And it's just, it's nice to see that he's getting the run. Like, and I definitely want to see more of it. He had just over 20 minutes last night. Mm -hmm. And I think like, just keep that going um he's obviously gonna have some struggles he'll have some like one for seven nights or whatever but like I just think he's so smart I do think like he's one of the few guys who can kind of give you some stuff off the dribble not reliably but like he's got some talent there we've seen the footwork um really loved the little like fake he did to get LeBron flying. And it was really funny to see hero (laughs) not do that like three plays later. Right. (laughs) But um, 
Yeah, I, I'd like to see more of him. Um, I, a couple people in the chat have brought up Jovic. Um, I'd like to see him. I'm not like begging to see him. I, I think he's just like a long-term prospect and, you know, he's not going to give you a ton right away. Um, who I'd like to see who's got a couple like DNP coaches decisions is Lando. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I trust Spo to not play guys who aren't ready. Um, and I, you know, the Thomas Bryan experiment has gone about as expected. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like to see what he can give um, because Thomas Bryant was never going to be your playoff big. Um, obviously you would have hoped that the offense was a little better from him. And I'm sure we'll get some stretches where he looks really good offensively, but like this right. is who he is. And this is who he's always been as an NBA player um, for better or for worse. Like this isn't going to be something where like halfway through the season, he stops being this defensively. Right, like, right. so this isn't going to be something you can carry into the playoffs. So that being said, would like to see, maybe a Lando a little bit more. Um, I want to see Highsmith as much as possible. Like that's the dude. Um, I, I, I think last night on, on Heapy, uh, G and Bon and Alf were talking through some stuff about like, who are the heat players they trust? Mm-hmm. Highsmith is firmly on that list for me, offensively and defensively. Um, and they also talked a lot about when Caleb comes back, um, where they want to see him. For me, firmly at the two. Like, I yeah. think they have so much talent at the power forward spot right now. Um, and they can give you multiple looks at power forward, whether it's Highsmith, whether it's Love coming back, whether it's Jovic or Jaime. Like, they've got talent there. They don't need to be playing Caleb at the four. No. Uh, no. He I think never... Bond said it perfectly. He's a 2.5. Like, big yeah. two, little three. And I, I think that'll add, like, a huge dynamic to their offense and defense um especially if they can get him back while while heroes out um but yeah i i don't know i i just think spo's kind of a weirdo with rotations and he's always seeing things we don't for better or worse and, <laughs> i literally you know it kind of seems like for worse <laughs> i literally said last night while i was at the game i was like i'm surprised spo brought in um I, th- I forgot who he oh he brought drew in for jimmy instead of jaime and i was like why did, why would he do that and like somebody on twitter said uh he said why would you know he responded or whatever literally fourth quarter he takes drew out jaime is still in the game and brings jimmy in and i was like okay so you do it then so why the hell you didn't do it earlier in <laughs> so like because it was like you you obviously see Jaime is very adaptable, whether defensively or offensively. He moves so well without the ball, and he does like the little things that, like, if you're watching, he caught a ball at the three point line and just a little head fake. Just three of them created so much space for another shooter, and I was like, you can't really teach that. That's just such good feel for the game. So uh, I agree. I feel like Caleb is a you know, big two, small three, but I feel like the team has a bunch of threes. Yeah. So, you know, um, they, they need a two. Like, I think he can be that too, though. Like that, like that backup <laughs> wing. To get, 
yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, wind horse, or sorry, suppose <laughs> making some wind horse decisions where you just go like, why would Eric Spolstra <laughs> Why would do Eric that? Spolstra? <laughs> Listen, I, I don't, I don't know, but I, I agree. I, uh, if Caleb's healthy and we would hope at some point, he should not be at the four. Like that is off with the, with those knees at this point, that's off limits. Like there is no reason he should touch that position ever again. And with that being said, finish this sentence, Jamie and Haywood have been. Tremendous, but you're going to call them a high man. <laughs> Jamie Jacquees. That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> I would say bar raisers, like they're, they're just giving you something that you needed on this team that you didn't necessarily have coming into the season. Like, I, I think people had high hopes for both, but like, this is the absolute high point of what you could expect right. from either of them. Right. And just for, you know, the way he planned, I'm about to call this man, Jamal. So, <laughs> let me ask y'all a question: Have y'all seen, have y'all seen a rookie, a rookie guard slash forward with with this high level of footwork? Oof. Recently, That's, no. In the last in the last ten years, I give you that. In the last ten, not in this specific way. Um, I think there have been like guards and wings who have entered the league and they've had like some little moves and like skills that you could say are kind of far beyond their years. I think Jovic has such a specific, or sorry, Jaime has such a specific skill set. And I think, I mean, it's why he was like a superstar in college. Like that, that's the thing with him, right? Like, is that as good as he is in the NBA, um, like he was carrying UCLA um, in college. And like, I, I think what it, it just, and this is not like a new observation, but it's just like, it's Jimmy-esque, like his footwork, I think. Right. Like just the way he wants to get his buckets, he could not possibly have a better mentor than than Jimmy right now, just because there's the physical limitations, which they both have. Um, and there's just like the clear product of like insane work ethic, which right. is that footwork and like an insane awareness for your own limitations and how you can get by those limitations. I think the LeBron thing that I mentioned earlier, like him doing the little fake and transition is kind of perfectly like rookies don't usually have that level of self-awareness, especially not rookies who are coming from a position where they were stars in their previous role. And now they're like eighth, ninth men. Like it, it usually takes more of an adjustment to this level of awareness of like how big the gap is between you and a LeBron. Cause there's no LeBrons in college. Right. Um, so yeah, he's just, he's, I, I've never seen, I can't think of anything specifically like it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Can you tiff? No, and that's why I said recently no, because there's um 
and we talk about Jimmy, but there's a level of patience with his footwork that rookies usually don't have because rookies usually have that battery that says go, go, go because they want to show they need to, they need to do all the things to prove while they're there, especially if they're high picks and, and if they're not high picks, now I got to prove why I deserve playing time. So it's, it's, it's that constant speed that they play with. He, on the other hand, he's able to shift gears mid play. Um, which is the mark of a veteran, but because he played four years in college, he has the old man game. He has the back to the basket, back him down, back him down, up and under. He has the, I'm a pump fake you until you jump out your shoes. Then I'm just going to go and lay it in. Like he's got four years. How many players? stay in school that long to actually kind of uh, like his game is like a diamond. Like there's a hundred different cuts in it. It might have five flaws and you got to look real close to see it. You better come on with the analogy. Yeah. That's poetry right there. (laughs) Also, let me let you know something. You might not be familiar with my game, but I call people all kinds of names. I get your name wrong. I get your name right. That's what I do. <laughs> so Jamal is putting in work on the heat. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's too many things to, to remember while I'm talking. So sometimes, listen, and as, I, as a person who has 400 kids in their building who has to know their names when they show up to them, listen. I can call those kids all kinds of names. Stacy, <laughs> and Lord knows that girl name was not Stacy, but I did it. <laughs> it happens. We gonna forget it and move on. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Eternal. I know you want to say something. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just gonna talk. I was just gonna talk about your, your guy Hamish. No, go um, ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I just think he has been so solid. Um doing the little things and if you ask to finish the sentence and that's why you tremendous with him and Jaime they just do a lot of the little things they don't show up they don't always show up on um you know the scoreboard or whatever and it's mm-hmm. like those those little things like I said with Jaime with the ball fake or um Hamish there was the behind the back uh block that he got on Kenny Lofton Jr mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Cal Cal slipped on a play um, he but he disrupted it enough that Hamish was able to turn around, you know, to get a block. And then you had the block at the rim. So it's just those little things that he does. He does a lot of them, um, whether keeping plays alive, um, always hustling, getting back in transition. If you put on a tape of hustle, you could put on a tape of Hamish and just yep. and be very thoroughly impressed. And so I think with the both of them, um, you get so much good valuable production out of them that keep the chains moving mm-hmm. um and kind of keep you in the game and don't push put you in a hole okay all right i listen i i agree with all of that um first i want to say thank you to you both of you guys for coming on we're not finished yet but i want to get this out of the way so i want to say thank you to you guys I want to say I'm happy that you came. Um, 
These guys are on Twitter. They're everywhere. Uh, throw out your ads right now just so people can follow you. They know where you are. Uh, mine is Eternal Bath, B-A-S-T, on Twitter, Instagram, all of those things. Just jump on the ride if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, at GNavas103 <laughs> on Twitter. Just follow me there. That's I where you can you find me. That. I knew <laughs> you were going to do that. <laughs> oh, man. Um... <laughs> I've told people to mind their goddamn business. I, 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 <laughs> and now I want to... Uh, we have been... We have not. I'm lying to the American people on Patty LaBelle's internet. I literally just came <laughs> up with this <laughs> like two hours ago. <laughs> so we're going to try a new segment here on Mixed Bag. Okay. And it's Tiff's movie reviews. Oh my God. Ooh. Oh God. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and tonight we are reviewing the Marvels. So I wanted you guys to go on this ride with me. Okay, cool. Feel go free ahead. to ask questions, comments, and concerns. I'm ready. Now, <clears throat> I myself like to compare the Marvels to the Heat, right? So, this is what we're going to do. Jimmy is Captain Marvel. Okay. Bam is Monica Rand. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing here. It's Marvel. I see All what right? you're doing. You see what I'm doing? All right. All right. I see what you're doing. Now, listen. The Marvels, as the Heat, constantly disrespected. Right? When okay. all they want to do is entertain you and give you good vibes. That's okay. all. That's all they want to do. Okay. But just like the heat. Oh, Lord. The Marvels, they start off strong, too. It starts off strong. Act one, the Marvels. Act one, the heat. They coming out giving you good vibes and a good time. Oh, Lord. Right? I see where this is going. Act two. Yeah, I don't like where this is headed. <laughs> they trying to force the audience to stay involved. Act three, yeah. you are holding on for dear ah! life. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Now. Are they running might, into each other? You, you, Yes, they are. You might have won the game, but there were some casualties along the way. Oh. Now, I will say. I had a lot of laughs. I enjoyed myself. It was a good time. Which game are you talking about? I'm combining all of it into one. <laughs> all of it into one. All of it into one. That goes for the heat. That goes for the marbles. Sometimes you just got to show up, put it in God's hands. Oh, my God. Whatever's going to happen, happens. <laughs> But enjoy the ride. Yeah. That's all you got to do. <laughs> yeah. 
But I will say, I felt like Captain Marvel was taking a play out of Jimmy's playbook this year. Mailed it in. She showed up a little bit. She had a couple of steals in the passing lane. She let Monica carry the load. She gave you a little bit more. And then she was like, all right. I'm done. <laughs> now it's time. Let me let me get a bucket. I'll get a bucket here. See, all these things are together. Yeah. People hate on the heat, they hate on the marvels. This was this was it was perfect synergy. It was the perfect time for all of this to meet. Can I get that poster one more time? Because I need this ingrained in y'all <laughs> brains. You two, anybody to. watching, I need y'all to look at this. This is and understand something. At the end of the day, it's gonna be Monica Rambo that saves you. <laughs> and just like that, thank you for tuning in. If you still here <laughs> and you enjoy tips, movie reviews, mixed bag, thank you, MHB. We out. Shit myself, make me tip it in.